The Catch-Up with Bronte and Sam. Initiating launch sequence. Bronte, I've recently purchased a bicycle, mm. which has uh, been great for me during these winter months to uh, keep warm. Yes. Out and about. A bit of a different exercise to get done. Yeah, it is good actually, judging mm. like playing footy and then being able to just go for a leisurely ride, yeah. not too harsh on the knees and etc. That's good. Um, but I went for a ride on the weekend, a nice Sunday leisurely ride, mm-hmm. um, and I headed out from my street, got about 200 metres around the corner, and I rode past my neighbour who... I haven't seen for a while, and I was pretty excited about yeah. this. So I, um, I stopped. I pulled over. I waved. I said good day. Mm-hmm. I went to start a conversation, but she didn't really acknowledge me. Mm. I was like, okay, weirdo. Um, and so I kept riding, kept riding down the street. Just thought nothing of it. So you got back on your bike. Got back you on my like, bike. I was like, okay, she's probably weird. had a bad day. Okay, fair enough. And then I realised I've only seen my neighbour once in eight months. Mm-hmm. So there is a chance that I don't remember what she looked like. And I was like, maybe that wasn't her at all. Oh, my God. So I did what any concerned citizen would do. I looped back. I followed her from a safe distance and- to see if she was going to turn into the street that we live in or not. Sorry? That way I can confirm that she is my neighbour and she was being rude. Or... That I completely got the wrong person and I embarrassed her uh, in the first little meeting we had, so Great. to speak. Okay. She didn't turn down uh, our street. Your street. No. So I pretty much confirmed the fact that she was not my neighbour at all. Holy moly. And that's when I felt very embarrassed. I felt shocked. I thought, this random guy on a bike, I was wearing a hoodie, by the way. Oh, I do the hoodie helmet double. Oh. What a look. I'll, I'll take a photo next what time. A look. It does look very questionable. And so I just thought, geez, I've embarrassed her. I've tried to pull over pull a random mate. person walking past and she's probably like, Oh guys, don't don't stop. Yeah, don't. it's a scary world yeah, out there exactly. for women. You can't you can't be safe at all anymore on our streets. Oh, Riverine is no. alright. Um and then as I looped back to continue my ride and head away from her, mm-hmm. it was extremely awkward timing. At that same moment, she crossed the road and looked back at me, at my my direction, and I did what any low-key no. accidental stalker would do. I put my hand up again. Oh, and my I, God. I gave her another quick wave, and once again, she did not wave back. <gasps> This poor girl thinks she is being stalked. Well, that's the thing. The next step I thought to do was... Why did did you think there were more steps? Well, because I had to, like, somehow deflate the situation, extinguish the awkwardness, and I thought, geez, maybe I'll quickly loop back one more time and just go have a chat to her and say, hey, I'm so sorry, I thought you were my neighbour. Where do you live? Do you want me to, like, walk you home? No, you don't need to ask where she lives. How do I make up for it? Oh, my God. And now we're dating. (laughs) (laughs) Still listening? Well, there's plenty more where that came from. This is the catch up with Bronte and Sam. Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande stuck with you on Hit 93.1. Tell me about it. You're getting up with Bronte and Sam. It's currently 10 past 7, you big baby. And give us a call on 13, 12, 16. If you've got a strange thing you've been told to do with a newborn baby, because a lot of baby chat lately, Bronte, we were very excited yesterday with Bindi Irwin's uh, pregnancy news. And we were equally excited with Grant Denyer. It's not my fault that you're not a fan of him. He's having a baby. That's exciting too. It's his third baby. It's all right. (laughs) He's had Still excited. People have been excited before. All right, him. but a bit closer Still to home. Still filthy, though, with that 
Honey, whatever that game. Okay, Family Feud. Yeah, please, don't, anyway. please don't dis- don't discriminate against it. Never playing it again. Uh, but a bit closer to home on the baby front, mm. how our friend Dane McGurk, who yes. you know on the Triple M network, he's a cup murderer. Yep, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Actually. And that's Good it, luck. all his titles. He welcomed his first baby. Mm. Edie Harper. Harlow. Harlow <laughs> McGurk, I assume. Yeah, I, I assume the baby took his, fam- his her family name. Yeah, you never know these days. They kind of do what they want, apparently, <laughs> as soon as they're out of the womb. But it did get us thinking, what is the strangest thing you've been told to yes. do with a newborn baby? We put up a meme the mm-hmm. other day on Hit River Arena, and we had some incredible, incredible stories. Because it's such an intense time, I imagine, for parents welcoming a new baby. You imagine, yeah, I, I, I would imagine. <laughs> Also. <laughs> so there's a lot of noise around and you're kind of like trying to filter it through and we want to hear the strangest thing you've been told to do with a baby. So give us a call on 13, 12, 16. Strangest tip. Yeah. Don't yeah. do... Well, no. I don't know how to finish this. Just don't. Just turn the mics off. <laughs> the strangest thing you've been told to do with a newborn baby is what we're asking right now. And it was a fantastic meme that was put up on Hit 93.1 River Arena. And a lot of the tips, Bronte, we don't recommend any of these. No. These are obviously strange things that you probably shouldn't do. Yeah. Uh, including putting the baby in a bucket of water with the head out to bring up trapped burps. Oh, my Lord. That is very close to waterboarding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Too close. One that really kind of got my stomach turning is someone was once told to suck snot out of the baby's nose with the, your own mouth. That is gross. Oh. Uh, another one was to clear eyes of conjunctivitis, wash their eyes with Johnson baby shampoo. Oh. That was submitted by Fiona. That is absolutely shocking. Um, another incredible, oh, I should say a few actually, mm. uh, talked about the use of breast milk. Mm-hmm. And you know what was funny? One person put up a few things. Breast milk fixes everything. Yucky eyes, blocked nose, skin rashes, nappy rash, dry scalp, all that. And she said, I'm surprised it doesn't help with teaching them to walk, talk and ride a bike. But she was joking, Jasmine. However, Tessa said that it really does help with a lot of things, including conjunctivitis. Oh, righto. So spray a bit of breast milk on your uh, (laughs) baby's eyes and... uh, Conjunctivitis will clear up. Apparently. Sam is not a, a doctor. Yeah, so. don't don't take my word for it. Take <laughs> Tessa's word for it. And she got eight likes, by the way. Wow. All right, mm. eight likes. I'm pretty sure that means it's verified. Absolutely. <laughs> so we asked on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. What's the strangest thing you've been told? And Michael from Coot has given us a call. Michael, what was your strange tip? My wife's grandmother, when mm. she was holding our newborn, anytime the baby yawned, she'd massage her cheeks, and I'm like. That's kind of cute, but yeah. what are you doing? And she said it stops lockjaw. Uh, oh. How often does lockjaw happen in kids, in babies? It doesn't. It just doesn't. Oh. Right, right. Like, <laughs> I'm sure some kids, like very few, might have this sort of problem, but no. Not to worry no. about And babies Not a yawn thing. a lot, so that would be a lot of massaging. Yeah, no, she was busy while she was doing it. Wow, I need one. So if, you, if your uh, wife's grandma's free... Or alive. Is she she doesn't have heaps going on, so I'm okay. sure she'd be happy to help. <laughs> Dodged a bullet there, Bronte. Bronte and Sam approved this catch-up. Head to hit.com.au for more. Taking you back a couple of weeks now, Bronte. Nostalgic feeling. Uh, we talked about potholes because there was one that was uh, on my way to work. Yeah. Um, 
to Wagga, 11 Forsyth Street. Come say, I oh know you can't come say good day. No, COVID can't. rules that we've got in place. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was one that really annoyed me for quite some time, <laughs> but it got fixed. Exciting. And I like the proactive work that the council did with that one. It was on a popular road near Kildare, so obviously there's quite a bit of traffic going back and forth. And kids. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I do remember that one. The DA, the Daily Advertiser, has put up an article just recently. And back then, sorry, I should say, we asked for your calls on 13, 12, 16. If there was a pothole that was really bugging you that you wanted fixed, yeah. we were going to be the advocated force for it. Yeah. Uh, we got no calls, which means there's no <laughs> potholes, apparently. But no, there is, because Daily Advertiser put up an article, and mm-hmm. their first line is, Frustrated drivers have aired concerns for the city's pothole-plagued roads that have left many swerving to dodge a sudden ditch. There was even a local by the name of Miss uh, India Burden, who actually had to have quite a bit of a fix to her car and it cost her a bit of money after hitting a pothole that caused damage. So I hope she doesn't have to put like fill that cost. Mm. They should fill the pothole. And hopefully they have since then. But after reading this article, it really got us motivated to do a petition get some signatures and put it to the council if there's particular potholes that are really bugging people because if they're around, then we want to help fix them. However, I have just discovered (laughs) Wagga Council's Operations Director Warren Faulkner said he wants to be proactive with this maintenance on the roads, although the lack of money allocated means only 30 kilometres of road could be resealed each year for a 1,200-kilometre network. Now, let's work that out quickly, mathematically. That is 0.025% of our roads can be fixed each year for potholes and things like that. And there's quite a few around. And when it rains, it pours down here, Mm. and it seems to get a bit worse. Um, A lot of trucks on the roads that probably break up uh, the bitumen sometimes. So there are issues, and maybe there isn't a complete... Um, solution, but I, I do believe in people power. Yeah, I have a question. There's yeah. quite a few uh, in the car park of Woolworths off Gerwood Street. You know that the standalone oh, yeah. Woolworths there, yeah, yeah. and there's that big that. car park out the back, and I, that's the one I go to. And driving in that car park, you are not only swerving cars, but you are swerving so many potholes. How but is that <laughs> is that uh, private property, so that's not really a council issue. Uh, is it, it? It would be probably a maybe it's a private car park. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to pay to go there, so maybe not. But maybe we can do some more uh, research into that mm. one and find out. Maybe that's where we start. Maybe we start small, and if it's not council related, we leave them alone. Yeah, maybe. The Woolworth car park in North Wagga can be our first little, <laughs> first little case study, first little experiment. Give us a call though, 13, 12, 16. Is there a pothole in the Riverina that you'd like us to sign a petition for? To fill. Yeah. And you know what? We really want to target the ones that have been there for ages. Yeah. The ones just not getting fixed. We want to be the voice of the people to get these potholes filled. We'll do our best. Give us a call. 13, 12, 16. This is Taylor Dane. The catch-up with Bronte and Sam, preparing for landing. Want more? Head to Hit Riverina on Facebook or Instagram. Five, four, three, two, one. Bronte and Sam on the Riverina's Hit 93.1.